Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Smelling salts. Is that the bath salts? Juju, Juju Mufu. Is that bath salts that John gave you? No. No, we couldn't get bath salts. <laughs> so we had to settle for this. You don't want to have your skin falling off of your arm like the oh, flaca. It's hitting already. The gators. This is the... Mm. I don't even know what... I don't even smell mm. it and I don't want to. All right. Here we go. Take a look at this. Oh! oh. Woo. So basically... What are, did you just do? Uh, sniff the smelling salts, man. Okay. And that's what it is, really? Woo! Smelling salts? Yes. But in a, like a solid form. Well, it's it's uh, weightlifter stuff. World's okay. strongest smelling salts. Okay, so I'm used to smelling salts that are in this little pouch, and you crack them open, and whatever someone has like passed out, you wave it under their nose. You waft it under their nose, and it's supposed to bring them back from... You want to ride the lightning? Take a little... Take a little waft. Mmm. <laughs> Hello, world. Okay. Let, me get, let me get one more hit. Don't you blow out that defibrillator we just got put in there. Oh, it, it'll just kick me right back. <laughs> you can't get rid of me now. <laughs> Speaking of, I am back from the dead, guys. You are back from the dead. I am back. This might send you back, though. Let's do this thing now, huh? All right, let's go. Oh, Three... Two, oh, we already rolled. See, you forgot. You hit that stuff so hard. <laughs> so how you feeling? You feeling all right? I'm a little sore. We are now five, six days uh-huh. post-op. Yep. yep. Um, if for those that didn't know, I went and got a defibrillator put in. Uh-huh. My ejection fraction was 28, and I'm on some See, nobody probably understands that because I don't. <laughs> okay. So ejection fraction is whenever, um, has how hard your heart squeezes. Yes. Um, so if your muscles are weak. pretty good right now. It, yours is, you're squeezing pretty good? Okay, good. Well, mine is 28. The normal person is anywhere from 55 to 65. And so mine is half of the lowest what it should be. So it's just kind of on cruise. I, I'm on... Um, Put, put, put now. <laughs> so um, I went and had a defibrillator put in because my cardiologist and the other heart mm-hmm. failure team felt that I was a walking heart attack and they wanted me to have something to bring Which me I back think because would make I'm an so awesome young. wrestling name, walking heart. Right <laughs> no, no, that actually needs to be the name of a burger. Walk, isn't there a there's I, I don't know there's a restaurant somewhere I've seen it on is, is it, it Vegas Guy Fieri or something talked about the, a heart attack like it's yeah that. something we that thing went I'm sorry go ahead Wednesday and had it put in let me tell you one thing yeah if we are going like when we die right they say it's like falling asleep is what different people have said how would they know 
Yeah, that's a good question. Um, but people that have came back, let's just say that. People that have came back, because my dad, whenever he was getting ready to leave, he said he was like falling asleep. Yeah, but he didn't flat out die. Like He went into a coma. Uh, okay. Well, medically induced her, right? I okay, mean, yeah. Went on the defib. Right. But not the, and is, he was uh, alive because of a machine. Right. So technically, he was kept alive by machines. So I feel like we're splitting hairs this morning. I don't see. I don't think he medically, died. medically, he was kept alive by machines. Yeah, but he didn't die. But he did not. No, but no one pronounced him dead. You are correct on that. Um. So with me, whenever they give you that that medicine, that propofol and that Versed, and they put you all to sleep or whatever, like all the things they gave me. I don't know what all they gave me. Um. It actually was like falling into some of the best sleep I ever had. And if that's what it feels like to die. You like, talk about the anesthesia stuff again? Yes. I can vouch yes. for that. It yeah. was it was like the best sleep. Like when you wake up and you're so nice and warm and you just want to lay there in bed because you know that everything is okay and you're safe and you could just lay there in your nice warm bed and not have to worry about a thing in the world which I haven't had that type of sleep since I've had the baby. <laughs> Don't fear the reaper. No. What? Stop it. <laughs> that song's ridiculous. So, but if that's what it feels like to die. Then you're in? Uh, no, I'm not saying write my name down it's for the odd. next one. I just don't. But uh, I'm going to be like, I want to wake up seeing Jesus. I gave my rings to you. I gave my necklace yeah. to my mom. And so that was like a really big bridge for me I had to cross. I was uh-huh. a little somber about it the night before. Oh, do you remember me being in such a bad mood you the were night in a bad before mood. I went to surgery? <laughs> uh-huh. And can we they they can we, but can we just be clear though? They were not shocking your heart to see if your machine would actually bring you back. Granted. Okay. Mine but, was mine was a little bit different. Y- yes, yours there was you a, have a much actually, more serious condition. They actually had to test out this machine in my body to make sure that it worked. However, you about lost a testicle. Okay, wow. Well, I mean, there is that. I mean, there is that. <laughs> now, some people... We're getting ready to have a fight on podcast, die. right? <laughs> some people die from the anesthesia, right? Some oh, people, a lot of people. In right? fact, without being too... Um, no, I'm not going to say it. Um, there have been people that have been admitted to a critical care unit that did, could not tolerate it, and that, in fact, had to be on life support in right. order to pull out from it because they could not tolerate the anesthesia. So this yes, is all going correct. through my mind yes. the night before I go to surgery because and yeah, so I knew it nervous. wasn't a big deal. You're they're nervous. just they're getting in there, you know, they're rearranging the guts sure. and stuff like that. I want to look at you. I got to turn my chair on. I'm sorry. <clears throat> they're they're rearranging some stuff, but I knew that there was that chance, very small chance, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'd never had surgery before. Nervous yeah. as a cat on tin roof. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of did the same thing you did. I didn't give stuff away because I'm too stingy. But <laughs> yeah, I wish Katie was here. We were just talking about how you're a Jew. You are so bad. Because I thought uh, when if I come back, it's going to be really mm-hmm. awkward going to reclaiming this stuff for people. But no. I hit the. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, I get well, what I'm point, saying. Though. is like yeah. I, I was. Yeah, I made sure. I was like, yeah, good. Uh, just make sure, Lord. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, I had that conversation with God. I was like, God, no matter what, you've got my back on this. Right. I've I've done my best to serve you. I love I have loved you for me. Love you long time. <laughs> love you long time. Lord, would you please re-listen to some of these podcast episodes? Make sure we're clear. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, and, and like that's definitely where making sure that you have your 
eggs like all lined up in a row where like God's like, hey, I have her number. I know that she you just mashed two. Uh, what, what do they call those? The ducks in a row and eggs in a basket. You, I did. Two I put my eggs in a row though because I want him to be able to say, <laughs> yep, she's got her stuff all in order. Uh, she's good with me. Yeah. Okay, come on in. So you're still on the uh, the sore stage. Yeah, I'm still on the very, very sore stage. As in, I still have strips in place in both uh, surgical sites, one on my side slash back and sternum area. Um, and then up here at the top where the baby always loves to grab me, I'm a little sore. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that is is there's an actual wire that's on the subcutaneous, which is like underneath your skin just barely, that is able to, att- like it's attached to that area of my heart that is like that novacom thing for, <laughs> we got a chm audience they know who adventures not as good yeah. <laughs> well you will know if i start buying birdhouses the Nova box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes i still listen to those oh man and um, good road trip stuff oh for yeah sure. yeah but then I, it's one of those like i don't really want my co-workers knowing i'm listening to, like kids stories but you know <sighs> They're still good. That, that, see, that's not fair, though, because to this day, I still love Beauty and the Beast. You do. That's and, true. And I I love, like, all the other kiddish Disney stuff. When I, I was 26 years old in Florida at Disneyland. Yeah, it's uh, Disney. What? No, Disney there's, World. There's Disney Florida, World right? and Disneyland. Right. I think it is World. I think you're right, because land is what is in California, and that's what gets me all confused, because I lived in California for a while. Um <laughs> Disney World was absolutely amazing. I saw Merida, which I was so excited. And then I saw um, Ariel, which was great. Yeah, see, Disney just it doesn't. <laughs> but I enjoyed it as an adult. I really did. I enjoyed. I don't think it would really do a whole lot for me. I mean, my mom always wanted to go, so I was able to fulfill her dream of being able to do that. Yeah, and well it was a really, really fun time. But when I saw Maleficent, it was just like not a few months after that movie came out and I was so excited because she came out in a green smoke. It was so cool. So, so cool. We used but- to preach against Disney World. <laughs> Disney World was, uh, I remember as a kid, I had a Sunday school teacher at the Allegheny Church and she went to Disney, um, Disney World occasionally. Mm-hmm. And I remember all of us just being like, mm, oh my, my, my. <laughs> Is there hope for her? Is there hope? Yes. She's committing the unforgivable sin. Yes. And then they would always talk about gay days or something. I don't even know if that was true. Oh, my goodness. But we yeah. always scared about that. Well, now, granted, Disney now, Disney now okay. does a lot of weird Disney stuff. Disney is getting a little bit weird with some of their stuff. Um, they want to take away, um, it's a small world after all, because it's supposed to be like racially inappropriate the or Finn's something. midgets. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> all this. Yeah. Dang, I'm going to roll them. You are on a roll. It's usually me, <laughs> but it's you tonight. Shall we transition over to a, should we do a little segue here? Yeah, let's talk about something happier. Did you know that you can be sanctified and just punch somebody right in the face? <laughs> oh, boy. We're talking about something here that really does upset me very much because this, that is not something Jesus ever would have said. Let's, let's so play yeah, it for people. Let, let's, yeah. Uh, this is Jeremy Fuller. Yeah, at what conference? Uh, this was an IHC, I think, when they had it in Dayton, I believe. Okay. Jeremy Fuller. And IHC is like supported by or led by Jimmy who? P. Yeah. Big Jim. <laughs> Big Jim. <laughs> All right, here we go. Great, good work. I think the IHCs have been work. Brother Plank 
I thought about it wasn't appropriate, but I'm going to say it now. Because I heard Brother Smart say this years ago about, about Brother Schmuel, and I thought it was so cool. Hold on a minute. You don't remember. He's talking about Brother Smart, Marshall Smart, do you? Um, for some Clinton camp? Did he come one time to Clinton camp? Uh, I, I know he has in the past. But Marshall Smart would have been, I, I've heard him preach a time or two. Was it during, like, was it any time between? No, not while you were going there. You would have been 14. You would have been 14, 15, 16. I was younger than the last time I saw Marshall Smart. Okay. I must have see, either seen a picture of him. I have recollection, recollection of actually hearing a sermon by him, which I thought was pretty good back when I was brainwashed. Um, <laughs> well, he, <laughs> so, he was funny. He, he, was, he was funny yeah, to say mm -hmm. stuff funny, in a funny way. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, fun fact for you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mall cop, mall cop. a listener of ours almost got shot one night by Marshall Smart. <laughs> oh, no. Doing the old uh, ding-dong ditch, I believe it was, and I, which I can't say. I mean, you answer the door with a gun. That's excessive. I, oh, I do the same on, thing. On a um, campground? No, no, no. No, private residence. So I, I don't blame him for answering the door with a gun. I would do the same thing. <sighs> But anyway, just a, no, just a fun... No, you don't take a gun going down here to answer the door. Nobody comes to the door. Rarely. Because they know I'd answer the door. Oh, me. that's true. <clears throat> Anyways, Jeremy Fuller, let's, let's, let's go back to this. Okay. Well, I always hoped I had the opportunity to say it someday. Brother Smart said about Brother Smule, he said something like this. He said, if you come up to me and say something negative about Brother Smule, I'm going to pray for you. When I've said amen, I'm going to punch you right in the nose. <laughs> That's the way I feel about our general secretary. Don't you say anything negative about this man to me, because I'm going to pray for you, and I'll be sanctified while I do it. And when I get done and say amen, and I'll be sanctified when I say amen, and then I'm going to punch you in the nose. And I'll be really sanctified when I've done that. Jeez. Jeez. Don't say anything about Brother Plank. Pray for him. He's got a big job to do, and God's a helping him. I thank God for a man with vision. I thank God for a man who says the days of this. We can stop it there. Your thoughts, miss? I, I really question his intent by saying this because he had to make sure everybody knew he was sanctified while he was doing all this stuff. How many times did he say he was sanctified? I don't three know, or, but didn't three he, or four times? Didn't he allude that he, he would be just as, or did he say more sanctified after the punch? Just as. So a lot of people are going to say he's joking. Because everybody else in the crowd was laughing and carrying on. They, they were. They thought it was funny. Um, but I think this does show a lot. Th this is the attitude of a lot of the CHM. Don't say anything bad about their general secretary, which yeah. is to this day Jim Plank. If you say something bad, then I'm going to punch you in the nose. Well. Mm -hmm. What if he's done something bad? Yeah. There, I'm not saying he has. I'm just saying, what if? Yeah. That kind of atmosphere, that's freaking dangerous. Now, granted, I hope he's joking. Yeah. Still a dumb thing to say. I just really think that sometimes he went for shock factor when he said that. Same reason, same reason why the GBS president um, said the F word from the pulpit. Okay? <laughs> like, there is such a desire for this mic drop moment when they're up on the stage. Right. That it makes them look like idiots. It makes them look like immature kids. You mean you can't have someone come up to you and be like, so-and-so, so, um, Jim Plank, he said this, and I have proof of it. Oh, this is what I have to say about that, pump. Right. And, I, right. I'm sorry. So you mean if someone does have a legitimate issue 
with someone. And that's how they want to handle it whenever one of their leaders is questioned. I really, I have a problem with that. You know what that sounds like? What? That sounds like a cult. That does sound like a cult. You speak out against our leader, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to uh, do you physical bodily harm. Right. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that um, you you are hurt because you told me something that I didn't like. Well, how many times, what if we were to do that? Right. What if we were to be like, I didn't like your sermon today, Pastor Howard. Boom. I'm going to punch you in the face. Or just even have the attitude of, of threatening. Yeah. Of, of threatening this. Yeah. It, it makes you really, really not want to question anything or say anything no, that you know that they will not agree with. Right. Because Jim Plank has just been, and again, saying Protected his name so much. Protected by his leaders. Right. But I'm, oh, yeah. I'm saying his name so much because he's the one that was you know talked about here. Uh, uh, Jim Plank has just been given this status of you do yes. not talk bad. Yes. About you don't criticize Jim Plank. Do you know what that sounds like? A cult. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about which one? The Church of God of Reformation or whatever it oh, is up boy. in Ohio. Yeah, they Talking about how their leaders are, like, they can pray in the name of Jim Plank because he is so full of God you're just, that things not, are going to happen. No, Jim. he did not actually say this. I'm just saying that's what the church... It would be the... It, it would be equivalent of them yes. saying, like, doing stuff like that. Like, I'm sorry... The Bible says, you know, you're not supposed to be following man. It says, follow Jesus. He's the one that's like, the one that's supposed to be, we're supposed to be following. Well, and here's the thing. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Right. Right? And I may be paraphrasing that a bit. So to me, that means, how am I going to know if Paul's following Christ unless I'm kind of double checking him, right? Right. And LaDonna... Covert posted a really, really good, good, good video. And I talked about how if I'm saying something, I want you to be able to take your Bible and read it. And then what I have said is exactly in the Bible. The Bible doesn't say we're supposed to be going around. And if the if we say something bad about our brother, you're going to start punching people. No, no. That is, And I know, again, it was for shock factor. It was definitely for shock factor because I would he go around saying stuff like that? Uh, no, no, no. But as a would. new believer, well, he, he just did actually. But yeah. So maybe. But, but like, but as a new believer, if you were to take someone to that camp or the IHC convention, and they heard that, what would you think? Well, it sets this tone. Oh yeah. It sets the tone, and, and it that is the culture of the CHM. Right. Don't question. Don't criticize. Right. How you know all these times of you look at the a lot of these posts that we even see now. Uh, they'll go something like, I see all these people saying, you know, such and such about the CHM, but the church that I remember. Yes. The oh, good my. that I remember. They they never want to hear anything. Negative about negative. it. Negative. No negative You're feedback. Right. None. You're right. You're right. And it, it makes almost like they are perfect already, and there is no room for error. They cannot do anything wrong. second work, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's perfection spirit. Yeah. Like, we are already perfect. You don't even want to do anything to us because, you know, we cannot do any wrong. Well, we are misrepresenting them a bit because they I, wouldn't say. It, that's no. the thing. They wouldn't say that, but then they no. kind of say that, but they and do it gets say so that. confusing. Why are we claiming to be perfect whenever we are human? That is the beauty of Jesus. He loves us in our airs, and he, like, willingly, oh, man, I heard a good, good song the other day. And talked about how um, he was willing to transgress like so many miles of our sins. Because sin is like repulsive to God. It hurts him. He does not like it at all. But he was willing to trudge through it 
and take it on himself oh, at yeah. like clothing to get to us. What does that say? That would be like, are you willing to go through like so many bullets to be able to get to me? Like, you're, you know, I'm a lost cause, but you're willing to go out there anyways and fight for me. Like that right there just talks about the beauty of it. So when people are up there saying, you know, we're perfect already, we don't make mistakes. Um, we've got the perfection spirit. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. You're cheapening the blood of Jesus and his willingness to forgive us with our wrongdoings. Here's what I think. I, I don't think they say that they're perfect, even though they... They allude to it very much so. They allude, that they, yeah, they do this weird thing. It's still hard to even comprehend. They say it without saying it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But whenever there is something bad that happens, mm-hmm. they like to do this, oh, just, uh, you know, just pray about it. Just, uh, you know, down low. Just keep that between you and God. Don't get bitter. Mm-hmm. Don't get bitter. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Brother. Because there are obviously bad things that happen there. Yes. I mean, we've talked about, we're going to talk about more at some point here. Uh, we've talked about the preachers that have been, uh, or like uh, Walter Bradshaw has been sent mm-hmm. to prison for, yeah, we're we get more molesters. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover a guy tonight that didn't molest, but he, right. um, it's like, well, there's there's bad things that happens, guys. Right. But, and, and I wonder, is that uh, so that they can kind of keep that perfection image? Well, is and- it a PR thing? I believe so, and I'm going to use this example, and I've heard this straight from the horse's mouth pretty much. Um, actually, it was one of the young bucks of the horse. The young bucks. Um, the children of this man. They were not allowed to go down to the altar and pray for sanctification in public. That was something they were supposed to be seeking in the privacy of their own home. So this man came to camp after leaving the mission field, Okay, was praying to get sanctified, and he was pulled aside and told that he was not allowed to go down to the altar and pray for it after he made it known that he was not sanctified because they did not want the idea of a missionary not being saved and sanctified. It was a bad look. It was a bad look that they sent someone over there who was not sanctified. jeez. <sighs> and wow. this is a family friend. I mean, I'm not going to go any more further than that. Right. But this is someone who... I, I was shocked when I found this out. And I believe these people that told me because they have been hurt so, so drastically by the CHM. Yeah. Well, anyways, there's a, uh, somebody mentioned, and this is a good time for us to plug our Facebook group. Yeah. The Fraternal Order of Hillbilly Broadcast. <laughs> yeah. There you will get all the secrets and tips and the links and all the videos that we have, we have related we have a, to We have a good old time over there. Our but podcast. Somebody yes. asked, do we have a secret handshake? And Absolutely. We... We just deemed it the fuller fist bump, and yes. we just punch each other in the face in a very sanctified manner. Yes. yes. There we go. 
I got nothing. All right, let's move on. Sure. You want to play a video? No, I got too oh, many. Okay. I got too many things open. You have a lot of videos. <laughs> Way too many tabs. Oh, speaking of tabs, it's open. I'm going to yes. go ahead and plug this real quick. Go ahead. Uh, Great Story Men's Conference. Coming up soon. Coming up soon. May 5th and 6th. Uh, they're in... Um, At the Whitewater Crossing in Cleves, Ohio. Is that how you say that? I think it's Cleves. Oh, man. See, I sound or like is professional. It, is it Clevis? I don't know. Is it Clevis? Clevis or Cleves? Correct us, Let's just y'all. do this. Go to graystoryministries.com <laughs> backslash... Uh, actually, just go to graystoryministries.com and you can find all the information there about the conference. Yes. Um, I'm going to be there. Yes, you will. Just attending. Don't do me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm not... I'm not saying a darn word, <laughs> but <laughs> I will you're be there. You're just going to be a a witness to I'm, I'm, like the I'm awesomeness attending. that they are I'm looking forward to putting it. out. Right, they they've been talking some really good stuff about how to be a better father and a better husband, and relating to your wives and relating to your children. And they have some really good um, therapists. I think there are, and like people that you can talk to if you need to. Um, We'll talk about that more later. I'm not going to go into too much detail. Yes. Because we are doing a podcast we're gonna, on it. We're going to cover it is your pretty, visit. Pretty amazing. To yes. The, to the Grace Story Women's Conference. Also, Brian Holiness. All right. Is starting a, uh, whether well, this is hopefully the first of many. Yes, I hope so too. They're doing a conference. It's called Called to Freedom. That's going to be July 28th and 29th in Simpsonville, Kentucky. Which we are both going we'll to. We'll both be at We that have one. our hotel. We're bringing our baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be about, able huh? to see the little wild child of the Hillbilly broadcast. Yeah. yeah. We're just <laughs> not, going... not that Jack and uh, Gray are not. No, we're just saying he's he's my wild child. <laughs> they've got uh, they've got Jeremiah Roberts going to be there, and uh, Andrew Suncrant, I think is how you say his name. They're the host of Cultish, uh, which is a, a, a really interesting podcast. Actually, um, the uh, Jen from Amateur Faith Night, she has been on that. Okay. Before. Didn't Cultish just have um, Ginger or whatever her name was? I think they're getting from ready the Duggar? to. No, I think I just saw it on Did video. Really? I think they released it oh. or they posted a picture of it because I remember seeing a picture of it. So y'all go check out Cultish as well um, if you want to hear more about the Duggar girl that left and is now experiencing true freedom in Christ yes. like, by her herself without having to follow rules and <laughs> regulations of her like very, very strict parents. The man-made crap. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll be attending uh, that conference there as well, and would love to would love to meet some of y'all. Yes, absolutely. That you could go to breedholiness.com backslash conference and find out all the information about that. And if you're not following these guys on Facebook, go ahead and follow them on Facebook as well. Brian Holiness, it'll and, pop up there. Yes. And, and Grace Story, Story Ministries and Grace Story Podcast up. has a different yes. account too. They all have podcasts now as well yeah Nat- um, natalie and them over there they yes. started yeah that's so awesome Absolutely. and then um also my friend asia i think it's asia i've been pronouncing that name wrong all this time <laughs> it's all right oh. she's our special friend in texas um she started her own group uh, her own page um asia's journal which is really interesting she talks about some really really deep stuff that she's been through mm-hmm. um and it's so relatable, guys. Like you'll hear certain things, you'll be like, "Yeah, that's my life. That's what I've been through." And it's really, really nice to be able to see that someone else is going through things that I have. Or I like to see else other has. people suffer with me. Oh boy, I don't like that. No, Kanan's, I don't like to see not people here to give me suffer. fake laughter. <laughs> no, I don't what? like to see my friends suffer. But if it makes them turn into the diamonds that they are, that's there go. you go. There Let's you go. go. All right, let's move on. 
in our little bit of a series, I guess we've been doing, mm-hmm. um, highlighting nasty people, nasty uh, CHM individuals. And, and oh, the reason I'm doing this, I, uh-huh. I think I like to qualify this every time that I'm that I'm doing all these episodes. Right. Whenever they tell you that all is fine and dandy in the CHM, that there is no troubles, there is no problems, uh, or that, yeah, we might have had a few, but or, we've got it all under control, yes. and bless God, or if we're they all tr- going to heaven. Or if they try to make it seem like they have it all under control, and they've mm-hmm. never done anything wrong, or, you know, uh, yeah, no. And then they tell you to shut your mouth. Right. We're just shining a light that, uh, yeah, yeah, there's some bad actors there. And also, to let those of you know that um, were hurt by the CHM or by some of these people, yeah, we, we, we hear you. Yes. You're not alone. Right. You're not alone. These guys are out there. All right, let's go on to this one. This is from tcpalm.com. This article is, uh, was posted February 11th, 2013. Former Hope Sound pastor sentenced for scamming investors. Oh, my goodness. A former senior pastor at Hope Sound Bible Church was sentenced to three and a half years in prison in federal court Monday after pleading guilty in October to an investment fraud that authorities say scammed investors of more than $2.2 million. Can I just ask something really quick? Good. Was this during the reign of Dan Stetler? Uh, So Dan, at this time, was president of... Hope Sound Bible College. Bible College. Technically, I think on paper, from what I've been told, the college and the church are kind of separate, I think. But it's on the same area, right? Uh, Yeah, like everybody associates the college and the churches being together. Uh, I don't know if the church is on campus. I don't, that I don't know. But I think it is a separate entity. Okay. Okay. Uh, former Hope Sound resident Paul D. Wolf, who's 42 at this time, that um, the article was written, was uh, who was taken into custody immediately after his hearing, had traveled from his Cincinnati, Ohio home to face U.S. District Judge Jose Martinez, who also ordered him to pay $2.2 million in restitution and serve three years of supervised release. Wolf had turned himself into federal authorities in October 2011 to face eight counts of wire fraud. He pleaded guilty to one count of wire fraud. He had faced a maximum of 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. Wow. Wolf's scam investigated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, made the big leagues. Oh, my. uh, Spanned from 2005 until his arrest in October 2011 and defrauded 21 investors of $3,154,000 Fifty nine dollars, according to a federal complaint. So, looks like he only got ordered to pay back two point two, but according to the federal complaint, it was over three. Twenty one investors gave three point one five four. That's crazy. Three point one million. What's well, an investment uh, uh, scam? Kind of like a Ponzi Again, scheme. Or something where like are that. they getting this money? Because I know definitely it's no CHM people gave this money. Well, if you. Uh, they, these were some CHM people. If you want somebody to manage your retirement, yeah, or if you have a bunch of money, or if you've made a bunch, like here, this guy. I mean, look at Bernie Madoff. Yeah, what Bernie Madoff did. These people were like, "Oh, I've got he this made off nest egg." A lot of money. He made off of a lot of money. <laughs> he did. <laughs> uh, he did. <laughs> My first one. Yay! 
people give this uh, give this money to, and they trust these people that they're then going to uh, turn that into yeah. more money. Uh, in court, Wolf, dressed in blue slacks and a tan jacket, was polite and appeared calm and contrite as about a dozen uh, victims listened to him apologize and ask for mercy. Here's a quote from him. I know words alone won't bring back this money, Wolf told the court. I'm deeply sorry. I failed my family, my friends, and I failed my faith. Martinez, though, appeared a little moved when Wolf's uh, West Palm Beach lawyer, Greg Lerman, said his client should be spared a lengthy prison term because his wasn't a widespread fraud and involved a lone perpetrator, not an organized group. We are the fraud capital of the world, an exasperated Martinez noted. We have so many people waiting in the wings wanting to commit fraud. In a federal complaint, prosecutors said Wolf used his firm, Traders Investment Group LLC, formed in Ohio in 2004, as an investment vehicle in which he represented to prospective investors that he would be investing in futures of U.S. Treasury securities. Wolf represented himself to be an experienced investor, according to court papers, who had his own firm and invested in U.S. Treasury bonds. According to the guilty plea, Wolf signed investors lost money, quote, based on his intentional misrepresentations and that he claimed his trading activities were profitable. Mm. We're going down here. It was the object of the scheme for the defendant to obtain money from investors under false pretenses and then to use those investors' money to enrich himself. And this was the plea that he signed. That's what the plea said. Okay. Heather Millard of Iowa, a mother of four children, told the court two years ago she lost to Wolf a major portion of the life insurance money she received after her husband's drowning death. Oh, my goodness. I was very scared to lose money because it was my children's future, she said in court. It was all lies. He had no intention of paying me back. 60% of my children's money is gone, taken by a man I trusted. Assistant U.S. Attorney Stephen Carlton noted, too, that a nonprofit school for Indian children in Arizona lost $1.3 million after investing with Wolf. Oh, my. Wolf moved from Ohio in July of 07 with his wife and two children to accept a job as senior pastor at Hope Sound Bible Church, which is, uh, by the way, uh, Matt Malloyd. Not Matt. No, I'm sorry. What's the, what's the guy's name that's pastoring there now? Because your doctor had the same name, one of the doctors that came in to take care of you. But Allison. Allison. Matt Ellison. Yep. His pastor. The um, anesthesiologist. Yeah. Yep. Was also named Matt Ellison <laughs> and looked like the guy from Hope He did. Freaked me out. Yeah. But, but, oh, man. We'll have to talk about that. Because, that like, weird. what is it about lawyers and doctors and politicians and stuff like that that all look like, and pre- that look like CHM preachers? <laughs> like, I would, for, like, for the love of Judy, please give me a tattooed, spiky haired, Man, that's like with orange hair, or like dyed. You described the rascal flats. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Like, have him come in there. I don't want anybody looking like CHM working on me. I'm sorry. He'll be like, get this woman going to hell. Bye bye. (laughs) Well, you bring up a point, and I know this is a bit of an aside. That's how easy it is for a CHM man to dress. Yeah, they can blend right in with everybody else. They, They always, and the thing of it is too. Why do they look like the people that you do not want to trust? Politicians and lawyers. Because they're people you don't want to trust. Because they're people you don't want to trust. I'm just kidding. <laughs> kind of. 
Yeah, I'll take my. Our there are good ones in there. Let me be very. <clears throat> there, there are good ones. Yes, I'll I'll right. take my pastor though with his uh, disco ball shoes and his silver shirt. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, go ahead. So let me back up. Uh, Wolf moved from Ohio in July of '07 with his wife and two children to accept a job as senior pastor at Hope Sound Bible Church. Uh, by April 2010, he had returned to Ohio, and until Monday, which keep in mind this was written in was it 15 2015? I think you said a 15, yeah. Uh, until Monday was employed by the University of Cincinnati, working in the finance department. Oh, no. As a coordinator of surplus property. Um, far as I know, there's no charges filed on that, but it does make a person yeah. wonder. In a prepared statement, Harold Martin, chairman of the board of Hope Sound Bible Church, said Wolf worked for them until 2009. So he was senior pastor there from 07 until 09. Here's uh, something from that statement. Though we were aware at that time that he was involved in a small investment business, there were no accusations of criminal wrongdoing at the time of his hiring or during his tenure as our senior pastor, Martin said. The church was not involved in any way with his business or aware of its, of its activities and dealings. No church money was invested with Mr. Wolf before, during, or after his tenure as our pastor. This is also interesting to me. In court, Martinez said letters presented to him written on Wolf's behalf, characterizing him as a good man who wouldn't convict, uh, commit investment fraud, didn't help his case. Here's what, here's what Martinez said. It's like none of these people believe he cheated them. But he did. He took their money, and he kept it for his own personal use, and that's the worst kind, Martinez said. He's not a good guy. He's a thief, and he pleaded guilty to being a thief. And it was a lot of money. He was in a position of trust and a position of trust as a church leader. So what I'm gathering here is Whoa. there were victims. Yes, that wrote letters. So I'm going to assume there had to be some CHM people involved in that. Yeah. That were like, oh, no, no, he would never do this. Yeah. Where's your they money still, at, dude? They still did not believe <laughs> after it was proven yeah. that he had done it and he even testified. Yes. He did it. They still said, oh, no, he would never do that. Like, what hogwash is that? Yes. Like, you're sitting there just like, hold on a second. Yeah, this is not cow poop, but I'm going to pretend it's a, it's a, a hamburger patty. And I'm just like, you he know, would you never tell me. do this. <laughs> oh, my god. Let me gosh. read that quote one more time. It's like none of these people believe he cheated them. But he did. Because it said. He took their money. It says, in court, Martinez said letters presented to him written on Wolf's behalf mm -hmm. characterized him as a good man. Oh, my. Yes. So drinking the old the, boy drinking the Kool Aid much? Oh my lord, guzzle! Please let me have some more. <laughs> Dump it over my head like a Gatorade <laughs> bottle. Oh my! Uh, after Martinez pronounced sentence, Wolf's victims remained in court to watch him remove his watch, belt, and jacket before being handcuffed and, es and escorted from court. But at least he didn't have to remove his wedding ring, right? Oh, did he have a wedding ring? Oh, oh! It's the idea he already had one thing off. One, one more time. Yeah. Wow. Oh boy, I missed that one. So yeah, Aww. this stuff happens, people. Don't drink the CHM Kool Aid. Yeah. Or the Independent Fundamental Baptist Kool Aid, or the uh, Pentecostal Holiness Movement Kool Aid. There are bad actors that find their their way into leadership in churches. That doesn't mean that you go around casting a a sideways glance at everybody all the time, but it just means be vigilant. And 
And Don't get your head out of the sand. Yes. When someone, when proof is presented to you that this person is not a good person, like you know how the Bible says we're supposed to judge them by their fruits. Uh-huh. Don't sit there and defend him while he's over there stealing your money. Just because somebody's standing <laughs> oh, on the my. platform behind the pulpit or because they're holding a revival service or whatever, that doesn't mean that you just blindly trust them. No, no. Now, chances are they're probably a decent individual. Right. But there is that chance, and these people got burned. Yes, they sure did. These people did. that invested with Paul Wolf, oh, who went by the name. This is funny to me, too. P.D. Wolf is what he's doing. What's with the whole thing of like everybody taking the first two <laughs> initials? You know what I mean? It's like it's yes. just like, what was that? Uh, there was a guy. Somebody, IP, IP Daily. <laughs> he wrote the book, The you Yellow Stream. <laughs> P.D. Wolf. Anyways, I uh, I don't think he, he got prison time for this, right? He got supervised release. I remember yeah, so many days. But anyways, yeah, so there's that. There's that story. That's crazy. There you go. Happy ending. Wow. <laughs> you know, and I think about these kind of stories whenever you hear people be like, we've had times in our past that just, uh, you know, we, we probably didn't do that great. But we're, I still think that this, we're the best that the holiest people are the best people. It's like, oh, yeah. You, I like how they, they gloss over that. And I've oh. heard people almost say word for word that. Yes. Uh, but it's like, you, you, you gloss over 2.2 million. Yeah. You gloss over, uh, you know, a, a child rapist. You, we had some times in the past. Miss Walter Bradshaw We've wasn't that long ago. Times. Yeah, I know. That wasn't that long ago. This here, Paul Wolf, it ain't been that long ago. No. You said that happened 13, he was when he... This article was written, uh, it shows it was posted in uh, February 11th of 2013. Okay, so 10 years ago. That's not that long ago. Ain't that long ago. And this is just stuff we know about. Yes. Oh, by the way, I'm taking donations. I can I can make your money turn into like, you know... 25% growth. Don't give them you know. your money. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.